to Powwow Live Podcast from powwows.com, connecting you with Native culture since 1996. Here's your host, Paul Gowder. Mark, is the, he's an Ojibwe, and he is a um, member of the Whitefish River Nation, located in Burt Island, Ontario. He is the proud founder of two First Nation countries, indigenous in, in why can I not say this? Indigenous Whew. and Birch Bark Coffee. So what we talk about tonight is his work with Birch Bark Coffee. Uh, really exciting to see what he's done with building a brand and building a, a as a coffee, you'll hear, he, as a coffee um, connoisseur, kind of learning the craft, learning more about what goes into coffee, sourcing it from indigenous sources around the world, and really trying to put out a quality product while honoring his traditions um, and his people and um, and now growing to where he's going to be in Costco. So I appreciate Mark taking a few minutes to spend time with me. And here's the interview with the founder of Birch Bark Coffee. Thanks so much for being here. Please tell everybody about yourself. Yeah, I am. My name is Mark Marsley Nawagabo. I am Ojibwe. I'm a citizen band member of Whitefish River First Nations located in in the district of Manitoulin Island, so Whitefish River, uh, Birch Island, Ontario. And I'm the founder of Birch Bark Coffee Company, an Indigenous-owned First Nations coffee company. And you've been in business now just a few years. Tell me, how did you land on starting a coffee business? Man, it's, it's uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's out of the love of coffee, uh, first and foremost. And uh, funny enough, my background is uh, within the justice field, so I'm not even... I wasn't even in the food industry, um, but being an entrepreneur uh, at heart, um, I created a business that looked at uh, uh, focusing on social impacts to give back to my communities. And uh, not only that, looking at a commodity that, you know, was well recognized by on a national level and something that would draw in the attention um to consumers that would um, really ultimately bring education and awareness to, uh, to, you know, social impacts and some of the issues that were happening in our first nations communities across Canada. Yeah. It's, it's you know, coffee. I, I, I know people are really into the, the roasting process and all of that. Um, is, is that something you were just always interested in and, and kind of turned, turned, it was this like a hobby or something you did before. Okay. Yeah. How did it morph into this thriving yeah. business? Well, I'm an avid coffee drinker and I, I enjoy uh, so many different coffees. As you know, there's a lot of coffees from all over the world. And um, I really, as a startup, I really didn't have the capital to be able to open up a roasting company, um, which costs quite a lot of money, as you know. So I had to do the next best thing and, and really do what we call um kind of it's kind of a funny word it's white labeling where you kind of collaborate with a roasting company and they do all um while you do all your branding and and you know and all your distribution that they you know over you know they basically roast your coffee for you and one of the cool things about our coffee is it's from indigenous descendants so from latin america guatemala honduras uh blended with uh coffee from from africa sodoma ethiopia and um i i dabbled a little bit at home uh roasting on my stove to try it out it is uh it's fun to do but when you get into the darker roasts be prepared to uh turn on your fan due to the smoke but um 
it, it it's it's something that I that I've enjoyed. I, I think that I've had the opportunity to do cupping. I've had the opportunity to tour roasting companies, um, and it's uh, quite extensive. And you really have to spend many years to be uh, to be good at roasting. And I I'm not quite there yet. But as far as cupping and tasting different uh, flavors, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, I I enjoy a, a cup of coffee, but for me, I got to have some stuff in it, right? I'm not just a, a, a straight coffee drinker. And so I've always been curious and to talk to an, an expert. Yeah. Really. So if somebody's just starting out, like what are the different, or like where should somebody start with the different roast and kind of what are you looking for? What's the flavor profile and, you know, where do you go from there? Yeah, I'll share my knowledge with it as I, you know, I continue to learn. So I'm not a super expert on this yet. But the one thing I, you know, when you, when it, when you separate, you know, some of the coffees we grew up with, you know, some of the, you know, the, the Arabicas and and so forth. But when you get into the premium coffees, that's where you start seeing really big differences in tastes. And, you know, I, it's funny enough, I was just speaking to an expert just last week on coffee. And, you know, the first thing he said to me, uh, he said, you know, Mark, he goes, you can drink all the coffees in the world uh, right away. And while they're very hot, you're never going to get really the good taste of them. He goes, a true premium coffee will stand out when it starts to get warm and then cools down. And then, then when you see the flavor notes, that's when that's when you get that robust uh, experience of flavors on your palate. And I... It, it does ring true because when I was doing all my cupping for my coffee and I was going through all the different tastes, the hints and notes of bringing out, you know, lemon tastes, uh, cocoa, chocolate really started to highlight the palate when it was warm and it was cooling down. And it was, it was, it was a cool experience. And I didn't realize that coffee had that much, um, uh, history to it and and people ask you know like even with me you know when i call my coffee company birch park coffee company they think, they're, they're, they think there's birch tree in it but it's not it's just the name of the company which we could talk about later if you want but the different origins where the coffee comes from also um allows for different tastes like the soils uh the 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 elevations uh, the, uh, the, the growing process, the hand picking, all our coffees hand picked. There's no machines at all. And, and the ground that it's grown on is, uh, particularly lava rock. So Latin America is very famous for up in the mountains, um, of, of, of having lava rock, but they can't, the, the indigenous farmers can't get machinery up there, up there. So families have to hand pick all the coffee beans. So every one of our coffee beans are hand picked, um, which is pretty unique, but also a special piece to why I do what I do. That's really cool. Thank you. <laughs> uh, when I want to know about the name too, and, and we, I want to get to kind of the big announcement that you, that why I reached out to you, but yeah, tell me a little bit about the name first. Yeah. So there's many layers as to why I created Birchbark Coffee Company, uh, this um, social enterprise. Um, part of the one with the name is really giving um, respect to my communities, uh, my family. Um, so where I'm from or located in Ontario, it's called the District of Manitoulin Island. Uh, and within that, it's Birch Island, Ontario. And then within that is the Bay of Islands. And we are actually 
a community that's called Whitefish River First Nation. So when you look on a map, you'll see all kinds of bodies of water. But that particular area is very famous for having a lot of birch trees. So that's the whole reason why I called it uh, Birch Bark Coffee Company. Um, but also on the same note, it gave an opportunity for people to really research birch trees, which are famous in the First Nations communities of being uh, medicinal uh, have carried a, a legacy of uh, historical pieces of really uh, helping our communities out a long way with, uh, you know, using the birch tree, birch bark as uh, as for baskets, uh, for, for carrying food, uh, and the sap from it was used, birch sap was used for, uh, again, for uh, uh, a means of drinking uh, a product as well as uh, medicinal uh, purposes. And um, that piece alone is the reason the reason why the name was created um and 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 then just leaving a legacy behind for our indigenous communities our future entrepreneurs to be able to uh again understand that if you do create a uh, a business indigenous business that it's important to give back to our communities yeah, I, I I talk a lot about on the show whether we're talking to you know an actor or an author or whatever. I think it's really exciting to see uh, indigenous people, you know, or businesses going in different directions mm-hmm. because now our indigenous youth have different paths that they have seen, and who knows what's going to happen in the next generation and, and where they'll be able to take it. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of speaking of that, you know, you're taking this to new heights. Uh, tell us about the the deal that just came through. Yeah, we're a lot of exciting news. Um, I am uh, in Costco now, and I believe that I am the first, from what I've been told, uh, the first First Nations coffee uh, to go into Costco uh, in Ontario, uh, hopefully across Canada eventually, um, which is exciting. Uh, I have a really cool partnership with uh, Chapman's Ice Cream. Um I don't know if Chapman's ice cream is just in Canada or it's across North America, but uh, the Chapman family have created a cold brew ice cream uh, using my coffee. And that's uh, in stores right across Canada. Um, And there's a lot more exciting things coming up in the new year, which I can't really release just yet, but it'll be on social media. But the Costco one was big. Um, And really it was about giving a message out to people that, you know, just, you know, they're a big company and, and I, you know, as a startup, I was a lot of uh, being humbled and, and a lot of gratitude that I had the opportunity to go in there. And I, you know, I, I thank Costco for giving me the opportunity, but it, but the message I'm trying to get across is that just believe in yourself as an entrepreneur, believe yourself as, you know, a startup in that whatever you put your mind to and you, you set your goals that it's, it's possible. I mean, take me for example, you know, getting up there, playing with the big players in the coffee industry now and, you know, getting on the floors of Costco was pretty amazing. I'm still shocked by it. And you didn't have to tell me that there was an ice cream flavor. My, my wife loves coffee flavored <laughs> ice cream. So now I'm going to have to be searching for that one. Um, I don't know that we have yes. Chapman's down here, but you know, ne- uh, next time we're up that way, we're going to have to search for it a little bit. So that's really for cool. sure. Um, well, okay. So now if, if people are interested in their, it's not in their Costco, um, locally tell, where can we find your coffee? Where's the best place to get it? Well, um, a couple of the platforms on e-commerce, cause that's where we started off with e-commerce. 
Um, so we're on Shopify. It's easy to find us on www.birchbarkcoffeecompany.com. Uh, we are also on well.ca. Um, if you go to our website too, um, we have it set up where you can actually, it's a store locator. So you can actually find in Canada where to locate the coffee. Um, we do ship a lot to the U.S. Uh, we have a lot of a lot of followers from the U.S. Uh, there is some some talks about distribution into the United States, um, but we're looking that looking at that in 2024. Um, but you can always reach out to me uh, on the website um, at orders at birchbarkcoffeecompany.com, and I can guide you. Uh, through the process of uh, whether you're a wholesale or retail and and we offer both there you go folks make sure you uh check them out get your uh hey these are big great uh holiday gift ideas too um maybe not in time maybe not you might not be able to get it uh to the house in time um when before this interview goes out but these are this would make great gifts um love that well, I appreciate you coming on and telling us a little bit about the story of your coffee. Um, anything else you want to tell our readers before, or our listeners before we go? Well, with uh, the holidays coming up, I just want to say, uh, uh, Miigwech, thank you very much for having me. Um, and I want to say happy holidays uh, and the best in the new year for everybody uh, in uh, Powell land. And uh, we'll see you, uh, we'll see you on, the, on the internet. Thanks for listening to the Powwow Life podcast from powwows.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to get notified of our next episode. Find a powwow near you by visiting www.powwows.com forward slash calendar. Support powwows.com by visiting www.powwownation.com. Here's this week's trivia question. You can head over to powwowlife.com to fill out the form and submit your answer. All the right answers are entered into a drawing for a 10-sticker powwows.com sticker pack. Here's the question. This year, we are celebrating a big milestone. We have been live streaming for a number of years. So tell me, what year was the first year we streamed and what was the first powwow we streamed? If you've been listening or following our content, you should be able to find it. Good luck. Powwowlife.com to submit your answer. What was the first powwow and what year did we first live stream? Good luck and thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week.